Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, we got a fantastic show for you all today, and we're just so happy that uh, you guys are tuning in and watching it, uh, us. And, I mean, all the love that we've been getting uh, over the last uh, 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 few weeks, Ray, it's been great. Uh, oh, it's, it's been beautiful. The, uh, you know, the outpouring of support that we've gotten from the people that are listening to our show, that are following us on Facebook Live and Instagram. It's been a whirlwind these past uh, month and a half. It's, it's happened so quickly <laughs> that, that we've gotten up and running. But, uh, I mean, we're, we're enjoying it. It's a great show. But not just that Ray, you want to tell them about uh, uh, that? The, let, let them know that we just got picked up by major podcasts and oh yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> Omni Podcast. We we all over the the world right now. So yeah. iHeartRadio. So uh, no, make sure you're tuning in. You can find the podcast if you missed the show on on the radio. But uh, make sure you're tuning in to to hear this information that we're giving you. And always, uh, you can tune in uh, on the answer, the answer out of San Diego, and the answer out of Dallas, uh, Fort Worth. So. Wow, Ray, what you been doing, man? Man, I've been uh, keeping busy. Uh, and the, the theme of our show today is, you know, preparing ourselves today for the challenge of tomorrow. And you know what? I, I've, I'm always a positive person, but, you know, I've, I've been feeling a little, uh, little stressed lately because I want to try to figure out how to reinvent my, myself and reinvent my business and, and reinvent my relationships with my family. And, uh, you know, for a minute I was, you know, kind of struggling a little bit, but, you know, I'm, I'm finding ways to, uh, to, to adjust. It's a whole new world for all of us. So, you know, um, no, we got to keep each other motivated, brother. You know, you, you're absolutely right about that because, uh, we in a, we're in different times right now, if you can just put it blunt. Uh, and we have to lift each other up. We have to stay motivated and we cannot allow, uh, depression, uh, to seek in. Otherwise, that's going to put us even further back in our thinking uh, because we need each other to make it through these things, uh, regardless what the situation might be. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I always talk about mental health and about, you know, keeping yourself and your mind sharp. Um, you know, unfortunately, a, a friend that I, I used to work with, uh, you know, and Adam Daly was on the show uh, and a friend that you know, worked with both of us. Uh, he, he took his life, um, you know, about a week or so ago. So it really hits home, you know, that we want to make sure that we're calling each other. We're taking care of each other and making sure that everybody is, is good. So, uh, you know, it's uncharted territory. But, uh, you know, we have some some great guests to give us some great information today about how to combat this type of stuff. Yeah, we, we we have to because, unfortunately, things like that happen. People, that's what I was saying, fall into depression, and, and they feel that there is no other way. You know, so one of the things that uh, we're going to talk about today is, you know, preparing ourselves, preparing ourselves today for the challenges that we have in tomorrow and, 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 and so on. And right. so uh, uh, our guests, uh, I know we got a couple of great guests that's going to, help uh, our audience uh, answer some of the questions or thoughts uh, that they might be having. And uh, I'm just looking forward to this. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, I mean, our first guest is uh, you know, Dr. Earl Suttle, and and he has a, a new book that just came out talking about stress and you know from stress to blessed. And so, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to talking to him. Uh, actually, Dr. Suttle was a, a neighbor of mine when I lived in Atlanta. <laughs> so, uh, and, and he and his wife would drive past every day and check on the kids when the kids out playing outside before he even knew us. And so, you know, you need that type of community back. And so, I, I appreciate him uh, for for being on today. Well, yes, I mean, absolutely. We we need we and we all need to show love. We all need to show compassion, and we all need to come together, uh, come together as a nation, as a community, as a city. You know, as people, we have to come together. And we have to be there for each other. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think we, sh- we should probably bring Dr. Suttle in. Uh, you uh, you want to, I'll do the introduction, actually. Okay. Uh, so, Dr. Suttle is uh, the founder and chairman of uh, Leadership Success International. He's a, a consultant, a trainer, uh, a motivator, motivational speaker, uh, you know, one of the most inspirational people that I know. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he's been a blessing to me when I first started thinking about getting into motivation and, and, and speaking and, and, uh, and doing books, he gave me the encouragement. So, um, I appreciate you coming on Dr. Suttle. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you, Ray. Uh, I'm, I'm honored to know you and I understand you, you are unbelievable inspirational speaker yourself. So congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I've, I've been working on it. <laughs> you know, say, say, if, you, you. if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So. Hey, oh, wel- I love that. I love that. Welcome love to that. the show, Doc. Welcome to the Thank show. You. you know, hey, I've been uh, reading. I watched a couple of your videos. I, I am so excited uh, to have you on the show today. Um, and I know you just uh, released a new book. Uh, uh, can yes. you can you tell us uh, and tell the audience a little bit about uh, your book? Yeah, it's my uh, it's our sixth book, Doctor Doctor John Herbert, who's a psychiatrist out of Tuscaloosa, uh, Alabama. He and I have been great friends, and we decided, because I was a motivational speaker, and we're both clinicians, uh, most of the clients that would come to us would be, I would say 80 90% of, would be having a lot of stress. And we said, hey, let's get together. Let's write a book on stress, but make it a spiritual book. Make it a book that people can understand that they're stressed, but, but let them to know that they can transform themselves to be blessed. And uh, it's our passion book. Um, by the way, Ray and James never thought I could write books, but you know, I, I, I got with a great book mentor and, and Dr. Hubbard who really helped me. And, uh, our book is really, it's, 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 I call it a mind building, confidence building, um, spiritual book on self-discovery. And it's a prevention book about dealing with stress, but we provide almost a, over a hundred practical tools for people to deal with stress, to reduce their stress. And you could pick and choose anyone that works for you. Uh, we strongly feel that a lot of the stress is all in our minds. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if we can control our minds, we can control our stress. And wh- our philosophy is that if you can understand stress, you can manage it better. And stress could be positive or negative. And so we talk a lot about the positives of stress. Stress could be a motivator to us. Mm-hmm. It could, it could, it could make us more aware of what's our priority. So we talk about that in the book. We also talk about how we how people can move from fear to faith. It's just unfortunate that most people operate their life from fear rather than faith. So we have a whole chapter on that. And we talk also about the benefits of failure. And that failure really is your friend and it it's a it's a failure, it's a verb, it's not a noun. <laughs> and and then we talk about building relationships and, and um so throughout the book we 
we try to uh, provide tools and techniques and strategies to help people develop their confidence and develop themselves so so that when stress comes, they can manage it and they'll have tools to deal with it. Excellent, excellent. And we're and I, just excited about it. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to, to get it and, uh, and finish reading it. I just, just, started, to, just started it uh, today. The, the mail was a little bit slow, so <laughs> when I finally got it, I got to take a little look at it. But um, oh, from, from, from what I've read so far, it's, it's uh, amazing uh, work that you that you guys have done yeah. now when you're talking about it from a, a clinical standpoint um you know uh everybody's going to deal with stress differently and you know kind right. of your base and your faith and you know how you're how you're brought up and how you're built and those building blocks that you're set upon are a lot of times of what you go back to have you seen uh you know uh people that that are dealing with stress um, um just kind of kind of give up during this time, you know, with the COVID-19, the pandemic? Uh... Oh, very much so. I mean, I've seen a lot of it. I mean, I've seen people handle, you know, you can handle stress as a threat or you can handle it as an opportunity. And many, if I look at businesses, many businesses have been crushed by, by this pandemic. And many businesses have also strived. They've taken a look at the challenge and they've looked for opportunities. And one of the things that's helped that I've had to look at personally in my business being a motivational speaker, I've had to suddenly move from face-to-face um, seminars to working with three, four, five hundred people to almost virtual. And that's been a, a sudden mind shift for me. <laughs> right, right. But at the same time, I feel I'm grateful that, hey, you know, now I can bring people into my home. Uh, I'm home alone a lot. So they come to my home and I don't have to travel. I'd ha- so there's blessings. And when it happened to me initially, uh, James and Ray, I, you know, I was kind of shocked like most people. Right. But I, I took some time to step back and reflect on the fact that I've got choices. You know, I always tell my audiences that you, you can you can uh, innovate or you're going to evaporate, mm. that you can expand your skills or you can become expendable that you can operate your life on faith or you can operate it on fear. You could plan your life or you can repair. So uh, it, for me, it was able to, for me to be willing to walk my own talk or walk my walk and begin to look at the things that that's become very important to me. And, and that's, it's been my relationships with others. Excellent. And you, and you know, you brought up something because you and I talked about this, about, you know, how your attitude and your preparation and, and, and it, it seems different, especially for us as, as speakers, we, we feed off the, you know, the energy of, of the audience. And it's a little different world when you're you know, speaking virtually. Um, Very much so. With yeah. that, with that space, um, like you said, you got to walk your walk and, 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 and walk your talk because I always tell, you know, people to control their ape, but your attitude, preparation and effort. And so Super. my, my attitude had to change uh, my perspective on what I was, what we're going through. Hey, hey, Ray and, and Doc, we're going to have to take a station break, but we want to come back. Uh, I'm interested in, okay. in hearing the doctor respond to that. <laughs> hey, already? You know, so, we'll back to yeah. a break line. Yeah. It goes too fast. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we're going to take a station break. Uh, I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. 
Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is Back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow. Hey, Ray, you just asked the doctor a question that had me wondering, and I did not want to take the station break, but, you know, <laughs> right, of right. course we have to do that. Can you re-summarize it so the doc can Yeah, I-, I mean, so I was asking about, you know, how your perception is and how you, how you change your attitude towards what's going on. And, you know, uh, to walk in the walk and talk in the talk, you know, when we're preaching to someone or, or, or giving someone advice to saying, uh, you know, your attitude needs to, you know, project what you're what you're actually feeling sometimes you got to change your perspective to uh you know to be positive and 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 see the opportunity within you know crisis um so how do you do that doc how did how did how did it change for you for you to actually you know change your mindset once uh you knew that you weren't going to be speaking out with uh no major audiences anymore you know for me Ray, i had to be grateful my mindset i'm, I'm always strong on being gr- grateful because as you know if you're grateful it elevates your mood. It changes your attitude. It gives you. It can help you reduce your stress. It can reduce and it, it can improve your peace of mind. And so my thing was, I, I keep a lot of quotes around me, Ray. And one quote that I always keep about adversity is that there is a gift in every adversity, mm-hmm. and that one should look for the gifts. And my gifts was the fact that I, Ray, I'm traveling two or three times a week. And on the airplane, and, and that's wear and tear on me a lot. And I, when I knew that I had to shift, I started looking at that blessing as, hey, that, that's, that's best for me. It's best for my health. Um, and I always say to myself, hey, you know, there's choices. And, and understanding about any change, there's pain with change and there's pain with remaining the same. Wow. And change is good for us. You know, you either change today or you die. So I always say this is good, for, but always look for the gifts. There's a gift in every adversity. And I had, I felt as a speaker, there was a gift for me. I was able, I'm not able to, I'm not able to write more books. Uh, I'm able to reflect more and spend more time with my family. I'm able to connect more with my friends and my other speaker friends where before I was I was always running like the the white rabbit and I also wonderland. I'm late I'm late right, very right, important right. date, you know. So but now it's taken it's made me slow down hey, and take a look at who I am and where I want to go. So I think it's 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 been good. That's how I deal with it. Hey, hey Doc, um for our young youth out there that might be experiencing uh I mean emotional change due to a lot of not being able to get out the house, not being able to go to school or and that's uh, experience, uh, experiencing a whole lot of stress. What's some advice do that you might have uh, for our young folks? I, I, I would let them know that, number one, take time to understand stress and understand that their, their stress can be positive or negative. And a lot of stress is understanding that 
you can manage it if you understand it better. And that what one needs to have, I, I keep with me when I work with young people, I have, I bring a tennis ball with me and I, and I talk about the tennis ball and I said, understand this, you know, when I bounce the tennis ball, it's going to do what? It's going to bounce back. So generally what I let, I talk about, you're going to get knocked down, but you've got to bounce back. Find mentors in your life. And you, there are mentors that are, and I always share with the young people, this is your homework assignment. Go out and find people you admire and ask them, how do they deal with their stress? And find out what are their secrets to success? So this is really a time that they need to ask for help, find mentors and their teachers, their counselors, but reach out. This is time when, when they tend to get stressed. And I know young people get stressed. They tend to go into themselves. But really, it's a time for them to reach out to others and sort of ask for help uh, because help was out there. You know, and understanding the spiritual thing, it's you give what whatever comes back goes the other way. And so people are looking for people for you to reach out to. So that's what I would tell young people to. And, and, uh, and because the book is more spiritual, I always tell them if they're a spiritual person, practice your spirituality. And one thing that you need to do and learn from your grandparents, right. you got grandparents. If yeah. you still them, learn from them, find them. my grandmother used to always tell me these things too shall pass. And my mother would always say to me, focus more on your faith than your fear. Mm. And, and, and so sort of understand the serenity prayer, which says, Hey, when I work with young people and they don't know, I'm teaching them this spiritual peace is that accept the things you cannot change. There are things you can't change and you got to have the courage to change the others. And the main thing about dealing with change is courage and you got to know the difference. So I, I, I implement the serenity prayer. They don't know I'm implementing. And I talk about <laughs> control what you can control in your life control and let the others go. Yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely. some simple things that I, that I try to work with young people on. Absolutely. But I let them know they're all they're great stress managers anyway. They manage all their stress. So I found that with them. Yeah. And, and so when you, when you talk about, you know, that there's, there's definite wisdom in, in our elders. Um, I always talk about on the show that my grandfather told me, when you know better, you do better. So that yeah. stuck with me. It was just that simple thing that, uh, you know, that he told me that stuck with me. Um, who were some of the, uh, the people that, that you looked up to that kind of gave you some guidance? You no know, other, other than, you know, your, your parents, um, because, you know, you, when we talk about finding mentors, uh, you want to find the, the right mentor for you, right? Someone that's positive. And it's, it's easy to say that, you know, I, I, you know, I looked up to this person or this person, but you know, you want to find the right person to look up to, right? Well, I played basketball. So I was on, I played uh basketball in high school. We were on uh, two state championship teams. It was my coach. Wow. And my coach was a pretty spiritual guy. Coach water, which was a very spiritual guy and coach smallings. I never forget them. And what I admire about them is that they were thinkers. They, they, they believed in persistence. They believed in doing the right thing, uh, hanging around the right people. My coach used to always tell us, hang with dream makers, not dream takers. And you got to be careful who you hang around with. And that's almost a, a biblical piece, too. Right. If you hang with the wise, you become wise. But a companion of fools suffers harm. So I always remember those teachings and those quotes that they would, would, would sort of give me that was fuel for me to take my life to the next level. And I would say my coaches more than, more than anyone else. And, and uh, I belonged to the YMCA, and I had a lot of YMCA leaders. I, I didn't, my father and I didn't get along when we were, he was an alcoholic, and I didn't get along with him. And uh, he eventually left 
And so uh, I tend to lean towards uh, coaches and, and, and teachers. I had Miss Pofi was a great example mm. who was tough on us, but she was the best teacher I can ever imagine. Tom Cheeks, you know, some of those, as you, I'm talking names just fall out off, off the page for me right now, but they were, those are ones who had energy. They had compassion for me to, to work with. And I wanted to do, Make them look good, right? And more importantly, make my mom look good because she raised. All, <laughs> there you go. You got to make sure. You got to make sure that you take care mom, of moms. Mom was incredible. <laughs> you got to make sure to take care. You got to mention mom. Since, since we got Mother's Day coming up, so we got to mention mom. <laughs> got to always, always mention mom. Wow. Yes. I, I yes. Did, that was uh, that. Uh, I know that you just instilled a lot of wisdom, and everybody just listening. And I, I got another question. Um, you yes. mentioned uh, something similar to what I write in my book, uh, but I, I call it vision, understanding, and focus. I mean, whenever we're yes. going through a, a problem or a situation or circumstances, we have to be able to uh, uh, look past all the negatives. I know stress gets in the way most of the time, but um, I, I encourage them to look past the negative and try to understand uh, each situation and circumstances because it's a different outcome. Uh, Very much. And uh, most importantly, I, uh, I tell them that they need to focus on one building block at a time. And uh, I was looking at one of your videos uh, the other day, and uh, you, you kind of uh, brought that to my attention. Can you, can you tell us a little mm. bit about that one? You know, I think you said something real quick. Uh, Martin Luther King had a thing that says uh, you don't need to see the top of the staircase, mm. just the next step. And I think what we have to do, especially if we're working with young people, is that one thing I do with them, I'm, I let I tell them the benefits of writing out their goals, writing out their dream. That, and there's too, you're never too old to, to start dreaming. So I talk to them about dreaming. I talk to them about affirmations which are positive things that they say to themselves. And what I give them, I say, and I do this with adults too as well, I, because a lot of us are struggling with self-esteem issues. I said, you've got to strengthen your self-talk. Garbage in, garbage, and they say out. I said, no, garbage in, garbage stays. So you've got to put positive things in your mind. Mm -hmm. And I always say, and I work with LeBron James, I work with Shaquille O'Neal, I work with Matt Ryan's, the Ray Lewis's, one of the things that they know is that they got to train your mind. Your mind does not want you to be successful. Mm -hmm. It will sabotage you. So I say you got to put other things. Your input determines your output. So I talk with young people about, I say, here's four affirmations you need to say every day. Number one, I'm capable. They're capable. Number two, that they're worthy. They're worthy. Mm -hmm. They're here for a reason. You know, life, it, 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 it's not what you do in life. It's, it's what you become in life that's more important. Then always, it, it, I trust myself. And also that I'm a miracle. And if they could, I say, if you can kind of say those things to yourself every day, all throughout the day, your mindset will change. And as Ray mentioned, it will take your attitude to another altitude. But you got to strengthen your self-talk which is critical. Yeah, that's, that's those some gems right there. <laughs> like you, yeah. you, you definitely getting educated, educating the public. We, you know, Thank you. When, when you talk about it, you know, the, the, uh, the impact that you have on, on people just by being someone that has a positive outlook, that is, you know, to walk in the walk that you're talking, um, you never know, you know, who, who it affects down the line. Um, it's I always say about, you know, when I first started speaking, I never thought that what I had to say was going to matter to anybody. 
But then you mm. start getting emails, you start getting phone calls, text messages from people to say, you know, I was struggling today and you know, what you said made a difference. So, you know, make sure that you that you speak to people, make sure that you that you put that positive energy out there, because we all have our times that we don't feel, you know, where we should be. And, uh, you know, Doc, we appreciate everything that you're doing. And we thank you so much. Thank you. you know, for, for, for giving thank us you so these, much. These and, you know, we're all planting seeds. Absolutely. And you, you, no, I admire what you and James are doing. You got we're seed planters. OK, we're going to have you to know, take a station and, break, Doc, but uh, we, we'll come right back. And uh, uh, this is your life. I'm James Coley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. Build a better business today with Launch Team Consulting. Launch Team Consulting provides human resources, change management, and ethics training for businesses and organizations looking to create a culture of excellence. Launch Team Consulting is here to increase revenues, productivity, and teach you how to launch your business to new heights. With over 90 years of combined experience, the staff at Launch Team Consulting can help improve business performance and strategy. Visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com to learn how we strive to help business owners develop a solid foundation and solid building blocks of leadership so that they can flourish. Launch Team Consulting also offers executive coaching too to help business leaders achieve professional goals. Contact Launch Team Consulting at 619-940-6362. That's 619-940-6362. Or visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com. That's LaunchTeamConsulting.com. Putting you on the path to success with Launch Team Consulting. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Well, Ray, wow, we just having such a great discussion. Um, Man, I, yeah, I, I just wanted to, to thank Dr. Uh, Subtle again for, for being on with us. I know he has to has to run um, uh, to, to do another uh, another event, but uh, we wanted to just say thank you, and we appreciate you, Doctor. Really appreciate you, Doctor. And Ray, James, you guys keep doing what you're doing. Um, uh, it's been my honor. Uh, you know, one thing I want to say at the end is that we're all survivors, mm-hmm. and we've handled all the stresses and stuff before, and we just have to... Uh, continue to have an attitude, as you said, Ray, never, ever, 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 never, ever, ever give up. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for having me. No, no problem. No problem. And, and they can find you at, at, at earlsuttle.com, correct? Yes. All right, audience, that's that's where you can find the information wow. from. Hey, Dr. thank Sutton. you so much, Doc. Stay well. Keep up the great work. Thank I you. admire what you both are doing. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Stay well. Thank you. You know, like we, you know, as we ha- always have in It's Your Life Radio, we, I mean, we have uh, some of the best guests in the world. And uh, this this is one of my favorite people, uh, not just because he feeds me, but, 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 <laughs> but because he is a fantastic <laughs> chef and, and uh, even a better person. Uh, but we want to welcome to the show, Chef Dar Matheson. Chef, welcome to the show. Hey, hey guys, how are you? Hey, doing just fine, Chef. How are you doing today? Well, you know, and like everybody else, just trying to figure out what the what the next move is going to be. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, well, the chef Dari, he's one of the most accomplished chefs that that I know. Uh, you know, it's W set two and three as far as you know, his wine expertise. Uh, the man's a master master chef. Uh, Dara, tell us a little bit about you know your background and and what made you want to become a chef. 
So I started cooking uh, in 1985 when I was 15. And, um, you know, to be honest, Ray, I, I liked the uniform more than I liked food at the time. That was my starting. I was like, I like that uniform. I want to wear that. Um, and then over, over the years, I, I developed a love for food. And um, I've been cooking ever since. So what's that now? 30, 30 years or something? Ooh, you know, we, we, we age ourselves right now. I know, right? <laughs> You know, I, I've been looking at some of the places you train in Dublin. You train yeah, all over the world. Uh, yeah, I've, wow. been, I've been I've been around a little bit. Tell us a little bit about that, about about your your training and how uh, you just uh, discovered that this is what you wanted to do. You know, I, I went to college for three years, and then and that was in Dublin. And then from there, I went to Australia, and I spent two years in Australia. And Sydney, I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but it's uh, an absolutely powerhouse of a place for cuisine. And uh, and I really developed my 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 love for food. <clears throat> excuse me, in, when I was in Sydney, um, and it's just it's a phenomenal place. The food culture is amazing. And then I went back to Ireland because back in back in those days, Ireland was was really uh, in the grips of a recession, and it was difficult to find work and it was difficult to ex- express yourself in a, on a food level um, and then it started to change a little bit and uh, and then I moved here in 2003 I decided to come stateside and see what the food scene was like over here Wow, yes, I lived in Australia for about three years so uh, I know exactly what you're saying Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've, I've been to Sydney uh, multiple times and I, I love the food and the cuisine and the atmosphere there uh, on the other side, New Zealand is one of my favorite places in, in the world too but I, I've 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 been to Ireland. Uh, you know, we talked talk about the the food there. So, what what is the difference between you know the food when you're international compared to the cuisine that you get over here in the states? You know, that's an interesting question, Ray. I, I think that in in Europe it's a little bit more food based, and in America it tends to be a little bit more experience based. So in Europe, we tend to, to eat food. It's, it's more of an occasion. It's not, you know, so much. It's a, it's a very, it's an everyday occurrence in America. You know, people eat out all the time. It's, you know, it's kind of uh, uh, normal to eat out two, three, four times a week. Whereas in, in Europe, it's a little bit more um, experience, less experience-based. And it's more about the food and not necessarily, as I'm sure you've been to lots of European restaurants, you know, we're not, we're not so service-oriented. It's more based on the food than, than the actual service component. Right, yeah. I mean, I remember being over in uh, in Italy just this last year, and, you know, um, there there wasn't a price to the food. Like, like, like there, I mean, there, there wasn't a menu. The, the, the chef and, and his family was a family-based restaurant, and he just bought out food. And, you know, and it was more about here. You, I want you to experience what, what we've made for you rather than, okay, here, you got a bottle of Dom here, or this is the price point here, and then and all the flashing uh, lights that you normally get. So, yeah, I understand exactly what you're talking about, about the experience. And, you know, that's kind of interesting because I, I, I it's a different type of expectation. You know, you're not... I'm a, you, when you when you let somebody just cook for you, you're not walking in with an expectation, so you don't have a huge idea of what you're going to get. And I've had some really enjoyable experiences where, and especially in Europe, where you don't know what you're getting and there is no expectation, and you come out and you're like, "Wow, that was an amazing experience," and I wasn't expecting any of it. Right. Absolutely. Now I got I got to ask you about you know uh, you know what's currently going on. I mean we've all been through some different times and, and economic downturns and recessions and things that kind of slowed things. Um, but I know this this COVID nineteen uh, this quarantine has has hit the 
uh, hospitality market in, in a way that, you know, is, is different than every other industry. Um, oh, sure. Tell me, tell me how, how that has uh, you know, affected, you know, what's going on with your industry and, and your other, uh, you know, friends and associates that are in, in the hospitality business. Yeah, you know, when, when this all kind of came down, I, I kind of I had a, an inkling that we were going to head in this direction. And, you know, I, I think that my, my biggest concern is, is people seem to think that this is kind of a short term thing. And, you know, once, once everything opens up, we're going to get back to normal. And I think the reality is that the, this is the new normal and the, the, the old restaurant and bar and nightclub that, that we knew, it's, it's really going to be gone for quite some time until there's some form of vaccine available. You know, we're not going to go into a restaurant and, and sit beside people like we used to most of the restaurants who will probably have their capacity stripped down to 25% and then you're going to um, experience a different level of service. You're going to have servers wearing gloves and you know face masks and it's just going to be a very different environment to what we what we have had before. Um, and, I, and I think like I said I'm, I'm more concerned about the, the long term because I think people think that you know once this opens up we're all going to go out and I just don't see that being the case. I think it's going to be a very different world. I think we're going to walk into a very different space to what we just walked out of and I don't see that you know changing anytime soon you're looking at minimal capacity in restaurants longer wait times and and to be quite honest probably increase increases in the price of food because you know most operators are not going to be able to fit their restaurants with 400 people on a Saturday night like they used to and I think that's going to be a huge game changer for our business right yeah I mean I, I feel you I mean the same thing with you no know, my, my you know my wife is in is in the wine business so that that kind of changed her her whole game, and then me being a speaker, uh, it, it's 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 totally changed about how you uh, you know interact with with people, and and like you said, for the future. Um, but you know, we're talking about a we're, we're a show of positivity, and you know, we about Doctor Suttle was talking about it. You got to sometimes adjust your thinking and be ready to make changes. Uh, no, you've just done that. So uh, tell us about how you've made a change from you know. Uh, direct to consumer uh, hospitality where everybody can just come in and, and congregate get together to know what you have going on now with the, the luxury. Sure. Well, the thing with the luxury was, um, you know, I've been kind of uh, predicting that the restaurant business has been in trouble for some time because we're heading towards $15 an hour, which makes labor extremely expensive. And how is the restaurant industry going to adapt? And, and being positive about it, because I think that's a really key point here, is that, you know, out of everything negative, some, there's a lot of positivity if you choose to look for the positive, uh, the positive outcomes. And I think the positive, what I'm seeing is that there's, there's going to be a little bit of a, a more of a refocus on how we eat. And if you think historically how, how we used to congregate, it was very family-based and people sat at home with their families and they had full meals. There was no cell phones. There was no internet. There was no games. Everybody sat at the table and, and contributed. And I think that's where we're going to head back to. I think we'll head back to much smaller gatherings with people that we know um, in our own homes as opposed to going out and really enjoying what, what the social aspect of food is, which is really we're, we're sitting at a table to enjoy each other's companies and listen to our stories mm. and interact. It's not about going to the coolest place and spending the most amount of money on, on wine. And, and that's really what the luxury is. We're, we're going to provide or we are providing um, a home-based dining service with restaurant-quality food specifically designed to take out. Not, not, it's not cooked immediately and then put into a package and sitting in a car for 40 five minutes it's it's pre-thought out so when you heat it back up it's ready to go at restaurant quality i got a question for uh our folks out there that might be interested uh in entering the culinary uh industry 
What would you sure. tell them to, you know, how, how, how do we keep them motivated right now due to uh, situation circumstances that we're going through? Yeah, you know, it's it's a very tough business, and I know everybody says that. And I was a culinary instructor uh, in in school for nine years, and I saw a lot of young people coming through the system with you know huge, big, bright eyes and ready to to get in there and do battle. And and you know, after a period of a couple of years, realizing that it's a tough business, and and you if you don't really love food it's not something you should do. And, you know, people frequently say to me, I love food, I want to cook. And my answer is, well, if you love food, then don't do it. Because you <laughs> really, your, your, your love affair with food has to be on a whole different level to do something on a commercial basis as opposed to, you know, I enjoy cooking at home with my family. And, and I always say, if you enjoy cooking for your family, then stay doing that because it's a very different business when you do it professionally. Yeah, well, you know, we're going to have to take a station break right now, but, you know, we're going to come back and we're going to pick up uh, from from uh, your point right now. So it's your life. I'm James Coley. This is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Hey, I was uh, asking the chef uh, uh, about uh, people that was interested in uh, pursuing the culinary business. And we had to take a station break. But, hey, hey chef, can you finish uh, uh, explaining? Uh, sure. So, you know, it's like I said, it's a, it's a really tough business, but it's, you know, it's one of the most phenomenal businesses in the world. You can literally cook anywhere in the world. If, if you know, if you know how to cook, you can literally pick on, I've done it many times, you know, I've, I've just decided, Hey, I'm going to go cook in Australia for a couple of years. I mean, you can really, it's a passport to a whole different world. And the restaurant business is, is really, it's exciting. It's always different. You know, there's lots of change and, and this, this, you know, what we're talking about now with COVID-19, being uh, it's a huge changing environment and, and it's going to be really interesting to see what the new breed of restaurants going to look like and who's going to be who's going to eat out and how they're going to eat out and you know how how cooks are going to adapt to that new world it's it's you know there's going to be a lot of opportunities for people yeah and you, you talk you talk about you know you don't know what you missed until it's gone <laughs> and so you know that's been one of my biggest things I, I would love to go out and have the the dinner experience and 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 eat at different restaurants you know they call 
call it what you call foodies like to like to go out and just have that different experience. And so, you know, I know that's one of the big things that uh, my wife and I miss. Um, but, you know, how do you think the, the restaurant industry is going to change for the foreseeable future? Do you, uh, you know, because you know, people are dying to get back out, but they still want that experience. So how do you think the whole industry is going to change? You know, that's going to be really interesting to see, um, you know, and, and the restaurant industry has always historically adapted to whatever's happened, you know, no matter whether it's wars or pandemics, you know, this is not the first pandemic we've ever had. So um, obviously it's it's the first in our lifetime, but I, we will adapt and it's going to be, I don't, I don't have all the answers to how that's going to happen. I think it'll be, like I said, a lot more small, smaller based. It'll be a lot more um, um, intimate than, than what it used to be. And, you know, we all, it's funny, we, we all took a for granted right like you said you know we all it's just going out on a saturday night is another thing for us and it's going to be really interesting to see how the restaurant industry is going to change and how they're going to step up and and come up with new concepts and i i I, like i said i think it's it's going to be a really exciting time for the next couple of years for the restaurant business hey i got a question i mean uh probably a lot of our listeners are trying to get this how has this quarantine affected the lives of workers on the front line yeah, that's that's definitely that's a tough one. I, I I think it's you know I've spoken to a lot of my colleagues and and it's tough because there's there's you know it's how do you keep your spirits up? How do you keep going? How do you set a routine? And you know we we again going back to we took it for granted that you just get up in the morning and you shower and have breakfast and a cup of coffee and go to work and all of a sudden that's that's pulled away from you, um, and it is definitely very challenging. But you know I, I I think going back to your last speaker, you you really have to keep yourself motivated. You have to get up in the morning. You have to create your own new regimen, your own structure, just to be able to to to, to get through this. And and you know hopefully at the end of it we'll all come out and we'll most of us will have our jobs back. But for sure it's 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 tough. It's 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 a tough. We're all experiencing it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a different type of uh, the space. But, uh, you know, I thank you. I mean, I, I ordered from the luxury the other, the other day and you no, know, I had the Cajun shrimp and dessert. <laughs> so I felt like I was had a restaurant experience. And, and the, the sauce that he had Dara had on the uh, on the shrimp was oh, incredible. But I, I think we have a have a caller on the line that wants to wants to ask a question. Sure. Well, I had a, I had a, I had a question. Uh, hello, everybody. I had a question. Uh, if you have had any insight as far as the best recipe for halibut, how to prepare that? <laughs> oh, they try to steal something. Right, here we go. Recipes now. Go and I, I'm gonna lead that to to, to chef. You know, I actually the the I have I have a lot of really good recipes, but unfortunately, my my recipes are pretty complex. I'll tell you one of the the key things for a nice piece of halibut is if you um, I I, learned, I started brining my fish a couple of years ago in uh, sugar and water, and if you Google uh, brining fish uh, a wet brine, and you brine it for about thirty minutes, the difference in the flavor is absolutely phenomenal. Man, and uh, so. Uh, he knows what he's wow. talking about. We talk about the fish because because I, yeah. I had a I had a Dover sole when I was in Vegas at, at, at Joe's Stone Crab, right? And so I, I posted on Instagram and Chef saw it. Say he said, "Yeah, I, I make a way better Dover sole than that." I was like, "What? This is one of the best I've ever had." Came back, he made it for me. I was like, "Man, you wasn't lying. <laughs> so oh, good." And you know, I'm not going to lie to you right now. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I've got to, I've got to try the recipe for for the uh, halibut and also check check out some Dover sole. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for calling. You know, we appreciate cook, it. 
cooking fish is, is uh, to me, it's one of the most um, enjoyable things in the food business because, you know, I, I always say anyone can cook a piece of meat. It's not that hard. But fish requires, it's like a chess game. You know, it's always different sizes. It's different moisture levels. It's different thicknesses. And it really takes somebody who, who really loves food to be able to cook a piece of fish properly and, and take it out and still serve it. And it's not overcooked because your, your window for cooking fish is really small. Hey, Chef, y'all, you just taught me something because I, I go to Alaska uh, twice a year uh, and I fish for halibut, uh, salmon block, uh, sea bass, and all the uh, other types of fish that they have there. And I, I do that twice a year. And my time is supposed to be coming up in July. <laughs> I'm hoping. That, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there's that many people in, in, in Alaska. So you can social distance in Alaska, right? Yeah, but you know. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't. I'm going to be interested in a lot of uh, a lot of the recipes that you might have a recommendation that you might uh, be able to recommend on how to go about preparing a certain type of fish, especially halibut. I, th- I think you might just want to order from the luxury, bring some of that fresh fish back, and there you let, go. Let chef there prepare. you go. I, I, there I, you I go. think I think I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> you, you can work some deal out with them. <laughs> I say supply the fish. <laughs> Yeah, you know, every everybody needs a little bit of luxury right now. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a little bit of a positive light, right? In in a, in a in a negative environment, right? So so how can they find how can they find you or contact you, chef, if they want to order some of the some from the luxury? You know, we're we're doing most of our our, our ordering uh, through Facebook right now, um, and we're in the process of of building a website because you know this, this caught everybody off guard. So you know, we're all we're all just trying to adapt to to a new world and a, and a new way of doing things. So right now, definitely Facebook is you'll find uh, either Dara Matheson or uh, the Luxury on Facebook, and that's definitely the best way to contact us. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, you you talk about getting caught off guard and. Um, but adjusting uh, and finding a way. Um, you know, when you when you started this, um, how how was your 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 stress level? Because we're talking about stress and preparing yourself. How was your stress level or your thought process and saying, okay, you're starting a new venture in the midst of you know a, a global pandemic? You know, that's kind of an interesting question, actually. I I I found it was less stressful because it was it wasn't it wasn't. It wasn't a choice, you know, it was like, okay, this is, this is a hand you've got to play right now. And, and the thing is you, you know, you often, you can't change your circumstances. So whatever, whatever your hand is good or bad, you've got to play it all the way to the end of the game. So I would say it was probably a lot less stressful than had I been trying to do this, you know, with, with juggling another job or, um, or, or, you know, running a restaurant or consulting for somebody. This, this seemed pretty natural to me. It was like, okay, look, people still need to eat and they still want to eat. And, you know, going back to, I have to stay positive. I have to be positive throughout all this and make, and, you know, take the, the, the best situation that I, that I can possibly make and, and make it maybe a little bit better for myself. Wow. You know, I really appreciate uh, you coming on the show, and I mean, wow, what an inspiration! Uh, but um, you know, so thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for having me. It was really enjoyable. Yeah. So uh, our guests out there that uh, wondering, um, you know, I heard a lot of good information today. What can I do to prepare myself for the challenges of tomorrow? As you heard earlier, uh, and you just heard now, we just have to stay focused and we have to concentrate on uh, making sure that we're making the right decisions and not out of what we call reaction and emotions. So, Ray, uh, I think that's a, 
a couple of things that uh, they uh, might want to focus on? Yeah, I and mean, one of the big things is that, uh, now like like the Dr. Earl Suttle said, uh, now you can't be paralyzed by fear. And you now just with like the like Chef Matheson starting a, a a business right in the middle of uh, you know a pandemic, um, you know sometimes there there is no perfect time to to do something. You have to find a solution and go forward with it and believe in yourself and have that confidence. Uh, you know that that you can get it done, and that there's a there's a higher power looking out for you. So you know, I, I just want everybody to be encouraged and you know keep moving forward because I think every single hurdle, every single wall that's been placed in front of us is an opportunity for us to get better, opportunity for us to change someone's life. And so, um, you know, stay encouraged, stay strong because we all get better together. So and this too will pass. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this exactly. Too. Ray, I want to I want to tell them about uh, uh, some of uh, our upcoming guests, uh, especially uh, next week. Uh, oh, I, I don't I don't know anybody. <laughs> I don't know anybody that's coming on this show well, next. Uh, week. <laughs> but but I, I, I do have somebody that's related to me. That's that's you know possibly coming on. Uh, yeah, actually, actually, yeah, he said he would come on. So uh, this this guy that used to be a boxer named Sugar Ray Leonard. My father will. Will be on uh, next week. Next week, and uh, uh, some of the upcoming guests, other other guests that uh, already said that uh, they are coming on. You want to tell them a little bit about them, them yeah, as well? Yeah, I mean, of course, I'm going to have you know quite a few you know, friends, some boxers, different celebrities, comedians. Uh, I think I'll hold off and tease it, but make sure you guys are tuning in so you can uh, you know listen to some of the uh, some of the great people that are out there willing to. Help our little show out, and uh, you know we, we appreciate all the support from our audience, and we thank you so much. And uh, look forward to this this next couple shows. It's going to be exciting. Wow, Ray, it's that time, man. Again, We're, it's man. that time. You know, I tell you, I really appreciate all of our listeners out there. Um, you know, I tell you, the great show, a lot of great information. We're going to continue to bring it. Um, it's your life. I'm James Cooley, and this is Ray Leonard Jr. And Stay we blessed. We'll see you next week. Yes, sir. <laughs> Join James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Hey, Facebook family. Hey, I hope.